as we celebrate Elizabeth Ann Seton today. It's always good to go back and, and take a look at what the Lord did in her to bring about her, her conversion to him in his Catholic Church. She had faith as an Episcopalian, but she found her heart very restless in that. And remember what happened. Her husband took ill, and as often kind of was the case back then, they said, well, it's, don't, you sh don't live in New York. That's not going to be a good place for your health. So they sailed across to Italy and uh, began living on the coast of Italy, the, the western coast in Liguria. And there he, her husband, tried uh, to kind of get nursed back to health, but, um, but he didn't. He, he would die there in Italy. After her husband's death, um, St. Elizabeth is waiting for the ship that's going to take her back to the States. But in that time, she stays with some of her husband's friends and business partners, an Italian family, the, the Felicis. And while she's staying with them, she just is part of their life, and part of their life is our Catholic faith. And so with them, she, she ends up visiting some of the churches, the different shrines in Italy. She attended for the very first time a Catholic Mass, and it was there that she began to learn about the Eucharist and the differences um, the Episcopalians, um, very adamant, especially in, in a strain of anti-Catholicism that was heavily present in the U.S. in the 1800s as a result of the many Irish and Italian immigrants that had come over. Um, she, as, as an Episcopalian, was taught very clearly that it is not transubstantiation and that anything like that is, is sacrilege. But the Felicis explained what we as Catholics believe about the real presence. And she wrote in her, in her journal of hearing them teach her about that. She said, how happy we would be if we believed what these dear souls believe, that they possess God in the sacrament and that he remains in their churches and is carried to them when they are sick. So all of that was new for her. That just, that's not the theology that the Episcopalians have in, in regard to how they, they celebrate and, and worship. So she, something starts getting stirred up and her, her heart's reaction to what the family shared with her wasn't sacrilege, but she said it felt true. It resonated in her heart. One day, while she was still there with them in Italy waiting to come home, in the, the, the town that, that they were in, a, a Eucharistic procession one day passed by in, in through the town and she later recalled she wrote I fell on my knees without thinking and cried in an agony to God to bless me if he was there that my whole soul desired only him and so all of this gets stirred up she arrives back home in New York and she's determined now to, to become Catholic she, she thought if God was there in the sacrament to be received she wanted to receive him so she, she begins to make preparations uh, to, to become Catholic. Her family pushes back hard against her, causes all kinds of doubt within her. And she's really wrestling and struggling with all of this. But then she recounts this one Sunday when 
she's at the Episcopalian service, and she decided that if that was, this is in her thinking, if that was nothing more than just a, a pantomime of the Mass, then she said, what's the point of that? And she said of that, that morning, I left the house a Protestant, I returned to it a Catholic, where she just, that was the final seal for her to, to determine to become Catholic. Going through the preparation, the night before she was to receive the Lord for the first time in the sacrament of the Eucharist, she said that she lay awake, burning to receive Jesus in the blessed sacrament. Like that is so, for us who are here for daily mass, this is so good to hear, just to be reminded of, of, of this gift and, and how one who's just entering into it is just stirred to this fire with it. So she lays awake burning to receive it. She said the next day she raced to church and she said that her feet seemed to not touch the ground every step of the two miles to the church. Finally, the moment came. She, she would write in her journal, at last in the Eucharist, God is mine and I am his. So much of her conversion was all a result of the gift of the Lord in the Eucharist. Today, as we celebrate St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and so fruitful a life, I mean, there's so much that we could, we could dive into and, and look at, but as we remember her today and ask her prayers for us, let's just pray especially for those of us that are often here at daily Mass. Lord, grant to us that same burning love and desire to receive you in the sacrament of your body and blood and free us from, from, from any kind of casualness, uh, any kind of just deludedness of, of faith or zeal. Lord, remove all of that and, and grant to us the gift that you gave to your daughter, St. Elizabeth, just a, a burning desire and hunger for you in the gift of the Eucharist.